Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Self Care Season podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin DiChiara. Oh my gosh, it feels so weird to say that, and it feels so weird to be doing this again, but I'm so happy to be back. You have no idea. Like, I felt so lost, honestly, not having an episode up for you every single week, but I'm actually really proud and glad that I did decide to take a break because if you missed it over on my YouTube or on Instagram, I also posted it on my stories a couple times as well. But I did Vlogmas over on my YouTube channel, which if you're not familiar with Vlogmas, it's where you vlog literally every single day up until Christmas and upload every single day. So it does take a lot out of you and I was trying to juggle it all and I thought I could do it, but I just could not and I was honestly getting so burnt out. Like I could feel myself getting burnt out and I was like, Kate, please do not put yourself through this because Vlogmas honestly is its own thing and I tend to feel burnt out afterwards and if I had the podcast on top of that and just stressing myself out about that like it would be so much worse so I'm very glad that I did decide to take a little bit of a break so I didn't post at all in December I don't think yeah I think my last episode was November and now it's currently January so happy 2024 happy new year I honestly feel so refreshed after my little break. I haven't even vlogged at all either on YouTube. I haven't vlogged since Christmas, like the last day of Vlogmas, which I really needed for myself. I just really needed like a social media break because I don't really give myself those. Like there'll be some times where I don't upload a podcast, but I'm still doing YouTube and like worrying about other things. But this break that I took was not worrying about pretty much anything. Like I've had a few campaigns here and there, but nothing crazy. So I just feel so good and refreshed. And I just feel like I have so much more of a clear mindset and intentions and goals and things that I want to accomplish this year and things that I want on the podcast. But like I said, I hope you all had a really nice Christmas and holiday if you celebrate and a happy new year. I can't even believe that it's 2024. Like saying that out loud it doesn't even feel real. Like that doesn't even sound like a real year. To me, anything after 2020 just does not sound right. Like all the 20 teens were like the years of my life. And it just, I don't know, it just sounds weird, but I do have a really good feeling about this year. And there's a lot of fun and exciting things that are coming and happening this year. So I don't know. I just feel really good about this year. I feel like we all had a pretty rough 2023, it seems like. I don't know. A lot of good came from it, but it also just felt like a hard year for everyone. And just the holidays didn't feel right. Like just something was off about 2023. And if you can agree, then definitely let me know because I feel like I've seen and heard a lot of people say the same thing. Like 2023, there was just something off about it. Something was weird. Like I said, Christmas didn't feel right, which for me, Christmas is something that I put so much work and effort into trying to make it feel like my childhood again. Like I decorate November 1st, I go crazy and it just didn't really feel right this year. Like it didn't snow at all here in Boston. Actually today, it's pretty much a snow day. It's been snowing all day since last night and it's been the coziest day. So I feel like the snow just really makes it feel like it's not Christmas anymore because growing up, it would always be snowing on Christmas. 
there would always be snow for Christmas, like December would be full of snow and now it's just not like that anymore and it's really sad. So I don't know, the holidays just don't feel the same, but I'm glad to have new intentions for the year, new goals and just have a fresh start. And this is also your reminder too that just because it is a new year, don't feel like you have to reinvent yourself and completely change your life. Like sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming with social media and everyone posting their goals and doing all of these crazy new things and you can just start to compare yourself and feel like you're not doing enough. Although I think it is important to set and create goals so you have like a sense of purpose and accomplishment and with that comes so many benefits but you don't need to go crazy and do like a 180. Like it's not that serious so don't feel bad if you know you see someone else having a huge list of goals and you only have like two or three, that is completely fine. Like I said, you don't need to go crazy. 2024 and a new year doesn't mean that you need to completely change yourself. So don't worry about that. But with that being said, I did want to share a list of ins and outs for 2024. Basically just things that can be left in 2023. We don't need to think about them anymore. And then things that I really want to bring into the new year and things that just make me feel good and will make it a better year overall. I honestly love ins and outs lists. Like I feel like they're very nostalgic because when I was little, I would read like the J14 magazines, Tiger Beat. I would always see lists like these, like for summer, ins and outs for summer, ins and outs for spring, and it would be all these cute and fun trends. And so it just feels very nostalgic. So I'm glad that ins and outs trend is like kind of coming back. I've been seeing a lot of it on TikTok, on Instagram, so I felt very compelled to make one myself and share it with you all. Oh my goodness, I almost forgot to light my candle. I'm getting ahead of myself and also I need to get back into the groove of doing this. Oh my gosh, I have a whole list of notes on my phone and I specifically wrote to remember to light my candle and I forgot. So we're gonna do that now. I have a tiny mini candle on my nightstand, so we're going to light that right now, set the vibes, get all cozy. I'm just sitting in my bed right now, blankets everywhere, so I'm chilling right now. <laughs> Got the vibes going. And also, if you have been a listener for a while, I used to do this thing like at the beginning of each episode where I would share a quote of the week, and then before that, I did what did I do? I think I did self-care highlights of the week and I would have you guys send me in your highlights of the week over on Instagram, but I do kind of like to switch it up every now and then. Like, as you can see, I have some new cover art for the podcast, so I hope you guys enjoy that. I feel like, I don't know, it just feels more me and I really, really like it compared to the old cover art. I just feel like I needed a change, a nice fresh start, for the new year. So I hope you guys like it. I literally took it by myself in my room on my Canon G7X and I feel like it turned out pretty good. Like that camera takes really good photos, especially with the flash. So if you have been in the market for that camera, I definitely suggest getting it or looking into it because it does take very good pictures. Like if you're into that for like Instagram or you need a good vlogging camera or something like that. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so I'm not going to do the quotes of the day anymore. I'm going to change it up and do highs and lows of the week. I know this is like a pretty popular thing that people tend to do and sometimes I just like to bring light 
to the fact that not everything is always, you know, butterflies and rainbows around here. Like, this is a self-care podcast and I obviously love to talk about self-care. And if you follow me on Instagram or or on YouTube, then you know, I don't know, I'm just all about self-care and doing things for yourself, making yourself feel good, but it's not always positive. So I feel like sharing highs and lows is like a good balance. I don't know. Sometimes I like to share shitty things that happen in my life. That way you guys can feel like you can relate to me and you'd feel like you're not alone. Like you're not just listening to something that's positive all the time. I don't know. Does that sound bad? Like I want this to be a positive and safe space, but I also want to share real life things. I don't know. So we're going to do highs and lows. So my high of the week honestly is the snow day because I have been praying for snow for so long and I was so sad that we didn't get snow for Christmas and it's been snowing since like eight o'clock last night and we actually got like a lot of snow. I don't know how much we got but I'm looking out the window and it just looks so pretty. It's like a winter wonderland and it was just so cozy especially because today's a Sunday and I've basically been chilling in my bed like all day catching up on things, planning my day, planning my week, and there's just something about having a snow day on a Sunday. Like, it's just giving all the vibes. So, that was my high of the week. I think my low of the week is feeling a bit overwhelmed, like, catching up to speed with work since I did take a little bit of a break. Even doing this podcast right now, I feel like I suck at doing it because I haven't done it in so long. So, I just overthink and worry myself, and I'm like, what if it's not good enough? What if people don't like it? What if my first episode back is complete shit and people just like, I don't know, I just spiral and that's kind of like why I get worried about taking breaks sometimes because I'm like always thinking ahead to the part where, okay, like once I have to get back to the grind, that is never a good feeling when you have to think about all the things that you have to do, but I'm just trying to take it day by day because like I said in the beginning, I'm very glad that I did take a break because if I didn't, I would be, my brain would be on fire, honestly. So I'm proud and grateful because that's something that I have a very hard time doing. But that would be my low of the week just because I've been pretty stressed and it's hard to enjoy myself sometimes. So catching up to speed and just getting back to the grind after the holidays is honestly always so hard. So that was my low of the week. So if you feel that way, you're not alone. And I too just want to lay in bed all day, do nothing, watch Netflix, watch YouTube videos, and that would be great. But you know, life goes on, the show must go on. So we got to get back to the grind. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, let's get back into the ins and outs of 2024. First, I'll start, I'm going to start with the outs actually, just to get the negative out of the way so we can leave it in 2023 don't have to think about it anymore and we can leave this episode on a good note my outs of 2024 first up we have overconsumption of content slash social media and this is something that i have been struggling with i feel like for the last few months of 2023 i don't know what it is but sometimes i get in this weird mood and i just think that all of my content just sucks and I'm like my TikTok suck my vlogs suck like they're not good enough and so I will do this thing where I watch other people's content 
and see what they're doing and see what people are commenting and seeing what people like from them. That way I can kind of, you know, incorporate certain things here and there into my content. But every single time it just turns into me comparing myself and just watching way too many videos, looking at way too many Instagram posts, and it just leaves me feeling shitty. Like, it doesn't leave me feeling good. And so I got into this habit of spending way too much time on social media, on TikTok, Instagram. I feel like YouTube is a little bit different because YouTube always leaves me feeling inspired. Like, I never really feel bad when I go on YouTube. It's always TikTok and it's always Instagram. So I'm actually going to do the thing on my phone where I can like set a limit of how much time I want to spend on those apps. And if I go over that time, then I think I like can't go on it for a certain amount of time or something like that. So in 2024, we're sticking to limits. And not to say like you can't go on social media and feel inspired, but I do notice sometimes that I tend to just spend way too much time on there get inside my own head, compare myself, and it's just not a good feeling overall. So overconsumption is done. That is being left in 2023. Next up, we have overpriced lattes. I can't even tell you the last time that I bought a chai from a coffee shop from Starbucks. I just have not been in the mood. And also, I'm just sick of spending so much money on them. Like, I just make, I can make them at home. Like, I have all the ingredients. I have my creamer, I have the milk, I have the chai and my cute cups and my cute straws and I just feel like it's so much more fun to make them at home when you start to like romanticize the process. Like, I don't know, I look forward to making my own lattes at home. I just think it's such a fun process. Like I said, I love taking pictures of my cute cup and it's just such a more wholesome feeling and every single time I go to Starbucks, I'm like, why did I just spend $7 on a teeny tiny chai latte? Like, I always get a tall and it's almost $7 and that's crazy. Like, I usually get a chai, a nice chai with, what do I get on it? Cold foam? And I used to get almond milk and that was just, I think that's like a dollar more or 25 cents more, I can't remember. But I'm like, why am I spending so much money when I can just make it at home and I can make more for myself. Like a tall at Starbucks is so freaking tiny and I'm spending almost $7 on it. Like it's ridiculous. I'm done. I'm over it. And I just think making it at home is so much more fun. So if you have a problem with spending too much money on lattes, I definitely suggest getting cute little things like cups, straws, anything to make you look forward to the process of making your own coffee chai, latte, whatever it is that you make every single day or get every single day, I should say, definitely try and make the process fun because I feel like that is what motivates me to not go to a coffee shop and just make it myself at home. Next, we have mindlessly scrolling on your phone, especially on TikTok and before bed. This kind of goes along with overconsumption of content. I got in a bad habit of going on my phone before bed. I was so good about reading before bed. Like that was my thing. I would read, I would journal. I wouldn't even touch my phone after a certain time. For a while, I just got back in the habit of going on my phone, going on TikTok, and it just doesn't leave you feeling good. Like especially at night before you're going to bed, and that's already a time where you're going to overthink everything and create scenarios in your head and it's just hard to turn your mind off sometimes. 
when you're going to bed and I just find that reading or like coloring, I really want to get a coloring book on Amazon. I have it in my Amazon cart and I just haven't bought it yet. But switching out the scrolling before bed with something else like reading, coloring, just doing something that's not on your phone. I really want to get back into that. I don't want to be on my phone before bed. It never leaves me feeling good. I hate going on Instagram, TikTok. Like you just, it's so hard to stop yourself, especially on TikTok because it can be so funny, so relatable, and it's hard to stop scrolling. So I am leaving that in 2023. I haven't done it since the new year, so I'm proud of myself for that. Usually I'll just do my journal and go right to bed. I've been going to bed so early, nine o'clock, 9.30. Sometimes I would go to bed at like 10, 10.30, but I find myself going to bed early, which not something I'm complaining about, but it doesn't even give me the time to go on my phone. So I'm very happy about that. Mindlessly scrolling is never fun, never good, never leaves you feeling good. So we are done with that. Next, I wrote down fast-paced routines. This is more so for like the morning routine. I used to be so crazy about my morning routine and I would have to do everything by a certain time. And if I didn't do it by a certain time, I would get overwhelmed and stressed at myself and feeling like I'm not doing enough, I'm not being productive. But I've really come to terms with the fact that having a slower paced routine and morning routine, like especially in the morning, makes me feel so much better throughout my day and I'm not as like hyper and stressed and overthinking about everything. I feel like when you're more intentional and mindful about your routine, it just work so much better in a way because you're really thinking about every single thing that you're doing rather than it just being like muscle memory at that point. Like I'm very intentional when I do my five-minute journal now. Like before I would just write the same basic things like over and over again how it says like write down three things you're grateful for. I would write food, water, family, but now I try to be very intentional about it and really think outside the box of things that I'm grateful for. And I just find having a more slower paced routine has been working better for me. And it feels really nice to take your time in the morning. And before anyone comes at me and says, well, I have to leave to work by a certain time or I can't, you know, I can't have a slow morning. I completely understand. What I would suggest is to get to bed a little bit earlier and wake up like 30 minutes earlier. So you do have that extra bit of time to take your time so you're not rushing and you're not overwhelmed. And I know 30 minutes doesn't really sound like a lot, but honestly, 30 minutes can make all the difference in the world. And if you want, you can even wake up an hour earlier, but that's what I would suggest so you do have the time to take in the morning. You're not rushing because no one likes to feel rushed. No one likes to feel overwhelmed especially before the workday, like that's just a terrible way to go into your day. So being mindful, being present, and really taking your time is the new in for 2024. And we're leaving out fast-paced routines, not it, for me at least. I mean, if you want to be fast-paced, that's fine with me, but I don't know. Something about the slower paced is really working for me right now. The next out for 2024 is constant hauls and I'm just really tired of seeing 
halls like every single week of going to Sephora, going to Zara, the mall, like just constantly having something to show your audience. Like I understand it. It's fun to see what people buy and different clothes and stuff like that, but it's just not realistic and it's not normal to go shopping that much and to go and buy like $500 worth of Sephora products. Like I can't even remember the last time I went to Sephora, which I actually do have to go this week because I need a couple of things that I'm out on, but just know that it is not normal and don't feel like you don't have enough clothes or makeup or skincare because you only need like a few things and you don't need a closet full of clothes. You don't need to change your wardrobe every time it's a new season, a new month, or you have a new event to go to. I think we're all really wrapped up in always having to have something new. I like seeing how people can reuse like an outfit or makeup, like just making something more universal is really cool. And I feel like that would be a cool concept to bring into the new year rather than always having to buy something new and always having to show different hauls of different places. I feel like a lot of people can relate on this one. Like I see it a lot on TikTok. I feel like that's the platform that shows the most hauls, at least in my, on my phone and my social media. That's where I see crazy hauls of people just spending thousands of dollars on clothes or makeup at Sephora. Like it's just, it's crazy. And I feel like, like I said, it would be so much more fun to see how someone can, you know, like style the same outfit seven different ways or create a makeup look with only five products and do like different makeup looks. I don't know. Something like that I feel like is more fulfilling. So we're done with the hauls. No more. Now let's get into the fun part the ins of 2024. And my first one I'm so excited about. So my first in I wrote down is wearing color. And incorporating more color into my home decor and just my life overall. I don't know why, but I'm very into pink right now and Valentine's Day. I got some cute things from Target and some cute candles and I brought out my Valentine's pajamas. I'm actually wearing pink pajamas right now and they're so cute and so comfy. But I feel like for the longest time, black and just neutral colors have been you know, like the it style for so long that it's kind of getting boring. And I just really want to see more color when I see people wearing outfits and I'm trying really hard to wear more color and, you know, bring it into my decor and my home. Like it just feels so vibrant and happy. And it's crazy what color can make you feel like. Like I've just felt so happy lately seeing pink everywhere and having my cute pink candles and I feel like this year just needs a refresh like we need more color in this lifetime especially in today's world life just feels so dull and sad sometimes like ever since COVID life is just so weird so it wouldn't hurt to bring some more color into this life so in my wardrobe my home decor. I challenge you guys. I know it's so hard. Like if you're a neutral girly, like I love wearing neutrals, but having a cute pink accessory or, you know, whatever color you like, but I just think it'll be so much fun for the new year. Next in for 2024 is gratitude first thing in the morning. 
I've been really trying to make it a point to do my five-minute journal before I get out of bed and get distracted. It makes me feel so good when I sit down and think about things that I'm grateful for. Like I was saying earlier about my five-minute journal, like before I would just write the most basic things that you could think of that you're grateful for. But doing this exercise every single morning really does broaden the horizons and really makes you think of everything in life that you're so lucky to have and it just puts you in the best mood to start your day rather than going on your phone. Like going on your phone first thing in the morning is a huge no-no. Try to replace that with gratitude. You don't even need a journal. You can just think it to yourself or do a meditation on gratitude. That is something I also love to do, but I feel like it's just such a great way to start your day and it makes me so happy and puts me in such a good mood. Next, I have home-cooked meals. The last couple of months, I have been so into cooking, so into baking, and it's so much fun. I love going on Pinterest, finding new meals to make, finding new desserts to bake. I made blueberry muffins like the Jordan Marsh recipe, which is one of the most famous blueberry muffin recipes, and I made those back in December during Vlogmas, and they were so freaking good. They were so yummy, but it's so fun to buy ingredients, put them all together, and then when it's done, like you taste it and it actually tastes good. Like that is such a rewarding feeling rather than just going to a bakery and buying a blueberry muffin, you know? It's just the process of it is so much more fun. Like the whole coffee thing or latte thing, like making it yourself and having it taste good is such a good feeling and it makes me so happy, but I've been spending way too much money at like Chipotle, going out to eat at restaurants. Not to say that I'm never going to eat at a restaurant again or get takeout, but I've just been doing it too frequently. So I really want to make it a point to make more home-cooked meals and just really be better at cooking. Like that's something that I'm trying to work on as well. And I have like so many cookbooks that I don't even read and I really need to look at them because it's just so much more fun to you know, find recipes, make them, have them taste good. It's such a great sense of accomplishment. I am going to continue being in my cooking and my baking era for 2024, especially like Valentine's Day. I'm so excited to make Valentine's Day treats. I don't know what it is, but I'm like so into Valentine's Day this year, but I'm not mad about it because it's bringing more color into my life. And I just feel I'm more happy overall. Next, we have bringing back old trends. I saw this thing on, I think it was Instagram. And it was this girl talking about how it's like, I don't know if this is true, but she was saying it's like statistically proven that old trends will come around every 10 years. So now that it's 2024 trends of 2014 will come back around and i'm really hoping that to be true because me personally i want to bring back old trends and just old things of that era because that era of life felt so lively and colorful and fun and happy and life just doesn't feel like that right now like i don't know if it's me and the fact that i'm getting older or if life just feels like that for everyone and i feel like it's the whole thing of life feeling like that for everyone because it's just different now and I just really want to see like old YouTube videos come back and music videos and old music like pop punkish music that was my absolute favorite genre that's actually probably like a little bit too 
early for 2014, but I don't know, just like the 2010s was one of my favorite times of life. And I really just want to see old trends come back. Like Instagram, I loved the whole era of like the Instagram filters, like not filters from a different app, but the actual Instagram filters. I think Addison Ray posted a picture of herself, like a selfie, and she used, well, it looked like she used one of the Instagram filters. I just love that. Like, it just makes life feel so fun again. Instagram and social media has been kind of boring for a while, and I think it would be so much fun to bring stuff like that back. And like Bethany Moda, I was watching <laughs> Bethany Moda's videos yesterday, and I was watching them last week too, but they're just so nostalgic, and I miss that era of YouTube so much, but everyone just seems so much more happier back then. So I feel like that would be super fun to bring back in 2024. The next in is normalizing hanging out with yourself. I feel like this is something that is becoming more normal as we do get older and as we, you know, grow into our 20s. Having alone time is so important, especially if you're figuring yourself out and who you are, what you want to do with your life. It's definitely harder to figure that out when you're constantly surrounded by your friends and your family. Obviously, you should have a great supportive friend group and family, not to say that you should never see them again and you should shun them and never talk to them, but I do feel like trying to figure yourself out and build confidence and really just know who you are, spending time alone is something that is super helpful for you to figure that out. And that's like one of my biggest tips. Like if someone asks me, like, how do you figure yourself out? What you want to do? Spend time alone. See what you like without, you know, anyone else's perspective. I just love when I see a girl alone, like at a coffee shop or doing errands by herself. Like it makes me feel so good. Like that sounds so weird, but I just love that. Not feeling like you have to constantly be around people. And like I said, I feel like that is being more normalized nowadays. And it's such a skill to learn to love your alone time. So if you do have trouble with that, I feel like once you get the hang of it and once you do spend more time with yourself, you will learn to love it and enjoy it because I love my alone time. Like I love doing little errands by myself, listening to music by myself in my car, singing to myself in the car. Like it's just very rewarding and fulfilling to spend time with myself. So I think it's a great way to figure yourself out, to figure out what you want in your life, career-wise, personal, goal-wise. So yeah, spending time alone is the new in for 2024. The last thing that I wrote down is less is more. And this kind of goes along with, you know, constant hauls and overconsumption and that kind of thing. And meaning less is more in like every category of life, like clothes, makeup wise what i love to do is buy basic pieces and then kind of buy like a few more dressier pieces to kind of make different outfits like i'm so into basics aritzia is a great place to buy basics that are good quality and will last you a long time where else free people has really good basics and i'm really trying to go through my clothes and just get rid of a bunch of stuff because i was like obsessed with fuzzy things and fuzzy sweatshirts for like a month straight and I would buy anything fuzzy and if I saw a new sweater on TikTok I would like immediately have to buy it 
And now I don't even wear it anymore. Like I bought this sweater from Aerie that was like a Sherpa. It was brown and pink. It was kind of wintry vibes. And now I just don't, like I hate looking at it because I think I, you know, like impulsively bought it. And now I just don't want it anymore. And I love the clothes that are already in my closet. Not to say that I can't buy clothes ever again, but less is more. And I feel like that's such a cliched thing to say. But as you get older, you do kind of realize these things, especially with makeup. Like I used to be so insecure with myself and couldn't leave the house without something on my face, whether it was concealer, mascara, and now I love the way that I look when I have less makeup on. And that is something that took me so long to realize and feel good about. And so now that I am there, it feels really good to say that and actually feel confident in myself even when I don't have makeup on like some days I don't even need to put makeup on I just do my skincare and I feel great so going into the new year definitely do like a closet clean out makeup clean out and realize that you don't need all of these things to feel happy to feel pretty social media definitely kind of ruins that for us because it always makes us feel like we need something new and something more and different than what you already have. So less is more going into 2024. Totally didn't mean for that to rhyme. So that concludes my ins and out list for ins and out, ins and outs, I guess you would say. I don't know. I like can't even speak right now. I'm still getting used to getting back into the podcast. I'm going to go and get a cough drop too because my throat hurts for talking for so long. But thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so excited for the new year and all of the new content to come. So be sure to leave me any topic requests that you have. You can send me a DM right on the podcast Instagram. It's just at self-care season podcast. So I love you guys so much. I'm so happy to be back and I will talk to you all next week.